0: Okay, here we go now. Welcome to Old Dog New Tech, the podcast that explores edtech ideas, innovations, and integration methods from the experienced old dog side of things. My name is Jeff West, and I've been a K-12 music educator for 27 years, and I am passionate about edtech. I love using it. So let's get started at taking a look at how this can be used in your classroom. Well, hello and welcome to episode 46. This is part two of an interview I did with Jody Klamier. Uh It's been a week ago now. And um, in this part, we kind of continue talking about digital natives and immigrants and sharing stories and deciding, you know, really, in the end, does it matter uh, what part, which group you're in? Um, I think we both go back and forth depending on the technology and the tool. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this interview, you know, drop me a line or give me a, a review on iTunes and uh, keep putting that tech into your classroom. Just be you know, patient with it. Don't have to be fast or anything. Um, oh, I know there was another note. I wanted to make sure uh, in case you didn't read the notes to this podcast. Real short clip there on my notes. But uh, there's a phone call that comes through right at the end of the episode. And then we're both kind of laughing about it because, um, I just don't get a lot of phone calls and those that call me usually have my calendar and know what I'm doing, but clearly this one person didn't. So get ready to jam. It's pretty, pretty loud. And, uh, I left it in cause there's some really good stuff that comes right after the ring. And, uh, um, well, it's a mistake, an honest one, and you move on. That's that's kind of part of it with tech. You, you can just have these mistakes and move on quickly, and and uh, and I think that's a great thing about uh, utilizing technology. So enjoy episode forty six, part two of my um, interview talk discussion with Jody Claymere. Yes. so in in this digital natives to immigrants, it's kind of the big one for you and and I agree is the horizontal solutions that everyone can work together i you know as' a uh, more experienced teacher and you see um, teachers from all levels of experience, but how much do you think they embrace that because i I think some do and I think some don't consider that a plus what do you think?
1: As far as the teacher's point of view? You know, yeah, that that they
0: would facilitate that kind. I know that for me, I wasn't trained that way. I was trained. No. I was trained. I was the driver, and so it was from top
1: down. Right. Yes. Um, And certainly I was trained that way as well. Um, I was really kind of fortunate in the very beginning of my career, um, and this is before we really had... Uh, too much automation in the in the media center and whatnot but I was a part-time media specialist for a k-12 building that was really small and also the media specialist okay so it's literally every grade from K through 12 in one building and there were probably around five or six hundred kids okay 12 so it was very very small district very, you know, local farming community kind of a deal.
0: one or two classes per and then...
1: Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, And one of the classes that I got to teach was an English class, but we didn't have textbooks. One class I didn't have any textbooks, the other class I didn't have enough textbooks, and, you know, like I said, there was no digital access, so... I was really fortunate in having that experience to have to stop and think, okay, I can't teach everyone at once with, with the nothing so that I don't to have. So do the horizontal thing and so, saying, yeah. Yes,
0: so... I see what you're saying, yeah. I was saying where we, okay, I got it. Now, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember those days. I do remember being short on uh, uh, books and supplies in a small school in the farming. In fact, that's kind of where I grew up a little bit. I, I don't think they were ever short on it, but we did share. Right, you, uh, you certainly you did share, and you saw each other's names in the books and so forth, and
1: yeah, yeah, so in that regard, um you know, I also had a really interesting conversation because I used to be on the district technology committee, and you know, at one point in time, it, this is when Dr. Brackett was here okay you know years ago, and The big push was, you know, teachers need to use technology as a tool, and I used to, when I worked at Rogers, I used to have the lab scheduled so that if I had a library class, I I didn't want anyone in the lab because I usually took my kids to the lab to do something. And vice versa, when I did not have a class, I would schedule teachers in there, and I would meet with them at least on a monthly basis, and we would come up together um, with concepts like, you know, what are you teaching right now? What's your hardest thing to teach? What's your most difficult concept to introduce? What's your most difficult concept to assess? Um, What's your most difficult concept to come up with a project for? And so we would talk through the different, you know, things that they needed to study. And then I would say, okay, now here's how we can integrate HyperStudio. <laughs> like, oh, of course, yeah. we're dating it, of course. Yeah. Here's how we're going to integrate Blackboard. Here's how we're going to integrate And now you getting a little more current, Excel. but still, that was right. the
0: early form of Blackboard, it's, sure. Yes, yeah, very form. Oh, yeah. And so
1: um, <laughs> the teachers didn't have that innate ability to take technology and one be able to integrate it into a lesson Two, be able to use the terminology in order to teach the kids correctly how to function within that technology and um and three how to just use the application well enough even if they knew somewhat how to integrate it then
0: troubleshooting was a lot harder because you really had very limited roads to go down. Either it worked or it didn't, or maybe you could, if you were lucky enough to know a lot, or call someone to come, but even then, you were calling, there was, the email was real slow, and people Mm -hmm. were not always using it, there was no texting. Right, no. Uh, There might have been instant messaging, maybe. Yeah. But I don't think everyone had embraced it yet. No. Um,
1: And so my point to the superintendent at that time was, okay, just because I can use a wrench doesn't make me a plumber or a mechanic. Right? You know, these digital tools that you want us to use, there is a really wide range yeah. of abilities to use that as a tool. I said, most teachers can hammer something out. Right. You know, I can chisel something. Right. And that's why it was important to me to be able to have that connection with them and, and work with them and the students in the lab because I could walk them through. And because it doesn't come naturally necessarily to everyone that technology piece, especially with our particular age group, yeah. um, being the immigrants, you know, if you got into music. You know, maybe technology just wasn't your thing, or if got that, early math, on for sure, no, you got into math, no, it really uh, wasn't. Like, what do you need this it was for? A specialized no, it's a, it's a different field. thing. Yeah, yeah, and so because of the way that we were instructed and and the way that we learned and what we learned, um, you know, it it wasn't taught to us right. really um, in our college courses. I mean, yes, we used a computer, and typically, at least for me. Um, we were not a wealthy family. I you know never had a computer in my my family's home sure. um and actually, I didn't have a computer in my own home even until the nineties um, yeah. so when I wanted to use a computer, I had to go to a lab. it wasn't twenty four hour well it was twenty four hour access, but it wasn't right on you. You right. had to go to the lab yeah
0: they weren't there mobile yes. there were no mobile devices so you know.
1: I think that I think that valley is so wide because of a lot of things, because of finances, if you, you know, couldn't afford, you know, I didn't get a cell phone until 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you couldn't afford that technology to, to have at the kitchen table, and that was another thing that the kids pointed out too, that um, when they said, you know, I didn't get social media until ninth grade. And it's not because it wasn't available. It's because at that point, the, the parents were still afraid of the technology. Right. Those immigrants were frightened. Right. Leary, they didn't very know. Leary of, exactly. Like it's like
0: another person, or you know, you don't want them coming in right. to your village. It's, <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> it's yeah. Of, if you don't understand you The old, it, uh, yes. the old uh, clan. If you watch clan, any movies like from Ireland and Scotland and you know uh, where yeah. there were the different clans, or right. really, it's not just there, but that one's a pretty good example. You know, they just no.
1: Just no. <laughs> you're, from
0: that, you're from that clan. Just we no. don't want your kind there. And, yeah. Uh, and technology tends to be that. Yeah. yeah. So they were talking, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, I, no we've been on, I want to make sure I get all this other stuff in. Um, the. So are you? Uh, so we're saying we like the horizontal, but are yes. we saying that sometimes kids and, and people are both natives and immigrants and it kind of shifts? Am I picking For that sure. up in this? For sure.
1: For sure. I, there's definitely ways where I'm way more of a native than right. the, my kids are. Right. Um, you mentioned earlier about oh, I can't figure out how to print. You know, they don't get the concept of what's the C drive, what's the hard drive yes. versus what's in the cloud yeah. Yeah. versus what's in our intranet. Yeah. They do not understand some yeah. things that you and I would consider just basics.
0: Right. right. I think we've had enough training and. In- People have talked to us. Of course, you've worked it, but as a band director, a music person who was late to really embrace technology, um, it, once I got it, I got it and I thought it was really cool. But yeah. you know, early on, it's just not useful to me. Uh, which could be more the immigrant side of things than the you know I mean if I'm happy Possibly. living in my little life I don't I don't need it so it's true I well, still
1: uh, re- just prefer to do some things paper and pencil yes yes I do just,
0: too and I like the feeling the te- you know the yeah, writing I like the feeling of writing the feeling of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the article uh, talks about immigrants can teach natives, and I think we probably cro- covered this, but I want to go over it anyway, uh, mm-hmm. to achieve goals quickly yes. and focus resources in building things to scale and revitalize and repurpose existing institutions. And that's, that's kind of back to your, uh, you know, when we talked about the early first integration of technology, and you're talking to an administrator about having a wrench doesn't make you a plumber or a mechanic. So being, having a computer, you know, but it does give you the option to be several things. But I, I don't find that the natives who have grown up with the technology look at it that way. And I think that's where the immigrant, maybe this is the um, focus resources and building things to scale. I mean, I guess kind of, but it's almost, um, I don't know, like my, my grandmother. I remember her telling me stories when she saw the first automobile. Yeah. And how how life changing that was for her, uh, I think tech is that way for me. I mean, for sure, come up through, and it was what two thousand. Uh, it was before that that the computers were were being used for functions, for sure. But nothing like what they are with mobile and social no. now, with the communication yes. piece and how much faster it has gotten. Uh, so it's it's been it's very life changing. For me, but the kids, and then maybe that's why the kids don't see all of its possibilities. They just see what is easier, I guess, and more rewarding. You know, you think about all the well, clips Well, that and is stuff. for
1: sure, because, I mean, we were not raised on, oh, if you do this, you get this. Yes. You know, our parents had yeah. expectations, and you just did it. You didn't Because you didn't they didn't get said get you smacked. do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what you got. You yeah. didn't get yeah. smacked. Yeah. And nowadays, it's, it's, it's like, okay, if you get good grades, I'll pay you. If you yeah. get this, I'll do that. There's always some sort. You get a badge. You get a, you know, yes. you get a level up. Yeah. You get more coins. You yeah. get, you know, there's always just something to be had. And I, yeah. you know, part of that is exciting, um, obviously, on their end, because yeah. getting stuff is exciting. But part of it, you know, as I'm sitting back, I, it really bothers me. Like, where's the intrinsic motivation to do something? Do we always yeah. have to give a kid a carrot? Yeah. Um, so that's very worrisome to me. Yeah. You know? I think,
0: I think. and I again, I don't have any scientific knowledge, and I don't have any proof or anything, but I notice in the students that I teach that failure uh, scares them to death yes. and freezes them. I have some they very talented young people... Stop. And we were just talking about that today. I said, "Yeah, it's okay if you make a mistake." How are you going? You know, and you talk about Thomas Edison right. and his famous quote about inventing the light bulb, or mm-hmm. a, a thousand ways to not invent the light bulb. <laughs> right. And uh, it just seems they freeze now. Not all of them, no. But there are fewer that that get get. Um, and here, going back to my television uh, outlaw Josie Wales, it says that's when you got to get mad dog mean. When <laughs> right. it looks like you're going to lose and right. they're going to kill you. That's when you deep get deep mean. And- and uh, there are still students that do that, yeah, but there it's lot not fewer as and yeah between. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, they I, I feel badly for them, and I'm not going to lay this all at the parents' door or a technology's door. Right, it's, it's just, just a there. Societal issue, it's just what it honestly. is, right? It's yeah. just what it is, and we need to deal with it. So, um, I wanted to take a few minutes because we uh, we could talk, I think, about some things for a much longer time. But <laughs> um, and the other article that um, I was reading when you uh, we exchanged is from. Medium, but I believe it's digital reflections. It looks like it's a blog post by yeah. Martina Cutt. and she comes up with some interesting uh, reflections. Yes, on on the different types of natives and immigrants, and mm-hmm. that you have the avoiders and the reluctant adopters and enthusiastic adopters. Yes, and she describes them each, and I I um, made the point as we were getting ready for this podcast that it was Everett Rogers' uh, diffusion of innovation. Um, and that there are laggards and late adopters, early adopters, innovators, yep. and percentages, and that we can all live in each of these at different times. Yeah. So I think this, you know, it lends an issue for when you start to define natives and immigrants too. Right. You, um, what you know, if you look through those definitions, mm-hmm. those three that she has, you, right. Are those spot on, or, are you, or is it like that other well, article you read where I, you're like, well, I'm yes, not really sure.
1: I uh, literally read the first one about the avoiders that says, you know, they prefer a minimal technology or technology-free lifestyle. They don't have email accounts or smartphones and tend to have deadlines, and social media is too much for them. They don't see value in these things. I'm like, obviously, yes, that's, if they're avoiding. But I think there are avoiders who have, like, a little bit of something they do because I don't know really how some people could survive at work without email so they right. probably have an email account and they probably yep. have you know a cell phone you're right. probably not avoiding it that far right. um, and then you look at the reluctant adopters and they accept it and they try to engage it, uh, with it and they feel unintuitive I, I would definitely you know mm. I would say that you can still even be an enthusiastic adopter, and in certain applications, uh, some things are just not intuitive. Right. You know, we've we've been, we've had several different um, programs that we've run into right. that boy using and it's just like wait this does not feel remotely yeah. like anything from the past. There are certain. You know, issues of Windows that when they moved from one to the next, it was like, "Whoa!" Yes, the they really turned and, this around uh, yeah. and with yep. the different ribbons. People were and like things that with like seven
0: that. to ten, I believe. They still are, are they not? I think they so. They still have seven because some people just like the way seven works. Yes, and it took me a while to get used to ten.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, being a Windows user, yeah. and I'm not as familiar with Apple, although I do have folks that use Apple and they have some similar complaints, especially lately. Especially right. in these last few uh, yes. updates or changes in devices, even right. um, which I find interesting, but you know that's a talk for a whole another time. Other talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I I think too that you can you kind of swim in between each of these, right? Uh,
1: and um, with literally with with one application, you might be an enthusiastic adopter, yes. and another yes. application. You might be yeah. an avoider, yeah. or maybe reluctant at I find
0: I find uh, more and more that facilitating is really more what teachers are. For and, sure. And I don't know that it will ever be a point that you change the name of the job from teacher or educator to facilitator, but sometimes I think it is. For sure. Uh, because of all these different, just with natives to immigrants, and we could, you know, maybe uh, come back and do another. Uh, questioning of our students and talk about what we find, um, because I talk to my kids, my students, about similar issues, and and uh, and they're they've gotten so they're uh, quicker to communicate and share quickly, uh, even some of their personal practices and what's important to them and what's not important to them, and it's kind of in line with what you were saying. It's. Uh, I think that comes with when you give people such a menu of things they can do on a, a piece of uh, uh, hardware, a right. device, uh, and then you're so trying to put them in one of six categories here, or one of three, right. depending on whether they're a native or an immigrant. Even deciding whether they're a native or an immigrant, I think it's really difficult. That's that's a daunting task, and it maybe is. maybe someone's being a little too simplistic or. Um, I, I don't know, and I, and again, it's not really what difference does it make uh, whether they're right or wrong. I think right, I, at the end
1: of the day, we still got to teach them. Yeah, we, we still got to teach at, them, and we still you know,
0: we still got to facilitate the the yeah. the um, the learning. But I'm I'm fascinated that uh, immigrants part. That's interesting. It's yeah. a fascinating point to me because I never thought of it that way. But it's such a simple word you're right that's really what i am i um i've immigrated to the use of this and and i'm used to life another another way but i've come to the new world so to speak right well i think
1: especially with us immigrants that are older the at the time that we arrived is so different yes i know because my family was poor so we didn't have even a vcr for a very long time so
0: Yeah, so you're very appreciative of the land, but at the same time, I'm just imagining, you if you're getting off the boat, like you're coming to the (laughs) new world, you're appreciative of the land, but you don't go running into the weeds because there could be dangers there that you need to go slower to. Where a younger immigrant, uh, like my daughter, (laughs) uh, she just is right in it, you know, and and learns from her mistakes and Mm -hmm. so forth, Uh, her age group in the 20s and, you know, the 20-somethings. Um. Uh, they're definitely much more apt to dive in. So, mm-hmm. well, listen, I've really enjoyed uh, our our yes, talking. Me too. Um, I would like to close. I like, try to close the, my interviews with a couple of things. of What What are some? Uh, give me like a positive thing that you've seen really work when uh, for tech integration, something, because, in on my ca- podcast, I like to say it's a patient but not perfect thing. So it, oh, it doesn't sure. have to be this, uh, you know. Um Skype interview with a a book author or so you know something that takes a lot. it can be something as simple as this little thing worked for me or I saw it work for someone else, and then maybe uh, a you know if you could wave your magic wand and create a a new tech tool or a new tech something that makes it work easier, what would that be? So give me mean, first the the thing that you've seen work and you or you've used and is really cool.
1: Okay, well, you know, honestly, my my favorite thing that I have seen in the last, you know, couple of years, has really been the Google Suite. I, really, I have seen so much benefit from it. Um, with just simply the version, mm. <laughs> I I love that version. Boy, you can catch kids. Cheating and lying and. <laughs> oh,
0: the version. It's What's the version? Really? I'm, so, sorry, I'm not used to that. So,
1: when you go into Google.
0: Oh, and, are you and talking you, about the revision
1: part? Yes. yes the, the revision.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> I <love it>. Right.
0: <laughs> when I made a mistake. Sorry, everybody. I got a phone call. They obviously didn't read my calendar to know that Rude. I'm in a podcast. <laughs> Um, and if you are a robo, uh uh trying to sell me something shame on you. Uh anyway. Um I I've gone back and used it when I made a mistake or yes. um, wanted to see but yeah go ahead I'm sorry I interrupted yeah. you but no, when you said version I thought oh a new tool I didn't know but okay, no now it's, I know. A,
1: it's a tool that you know but it has definitely been a big lifesaver for a multitude of reasons like you said whether it was something where you know, you made a mistake and yeah. you erased a bunch of stuff and exited out and it saved you just like that. And then you came back later and you're like, oh, I didn't really mean to do that, but it's too late for undo. Yeah. So I have loved that. I have loved being able to, um, I've used it with myself for different things, writing a business plan for the youth home I'm working on opening. And so I like to see, you know, where did this start and what's it look like now? Um, and the same thing with students, you know, being able to put together a writing portfolio and being able to see where did this one specific work start okay, and where am I at now. Being able to do peer review. Yes. You know, students being able to leave comments and make suggestions yes. for edits yeah. and stuff.
0: I did that today when I was grading something in uh, Schoology. I just used the comments yes. because I had assigned it with Google Drive. Yep. And, um, uh, the students said, what do you want me to do with this? Do you want me to fix this or what you said? And uh, and I thought to myself, do I want to, because you can solve the comments, right. you know. And, and, uh, and it I thought, wrong. no, it's not time to teach that, not time to integrate that today, because <laughs> it was enough for them to open it and read it, and and I was enthused by that. Um, yeah. Uh, so what would you what would you like to invent? Uh, what right. would you like to see? What what <laughs> thing do you see? Do you see anything that? still lacking uh, that if we had that it would be great or is there something that it's
1: a lot of stuff You're an idea lacking. person you're
0: like a person like you know what i've always wanted to see a you know dog <laughs> flying saucer or something i don't know <laughs> I, i'm just trying to think you come up with uh, that and I'm,
1: i do come up i with appreciate those...
0: with your unique your unique <laughs> thoughts
1: with my alzheimer's i also forget them pretty quick yeah um no i you know what honestly i'm so, I feel like I'm constantly running behind. Yeah. I just, I yeah. feel like um, there's so, there's so much out there. Yes, I feel very overwhelmed a lot of times because, you know, as we alluded to in the beginning um, of our conversation before we got on air, you know, um, there are other aspects of my life that I have focused on a lot more heavily yes. than the technology area. So. I definitely feel like I'm just taking what is here and trying to be able to use it um, to the best of its extent because I really feel like, you know, I'm still trying to use Schoology to its best extent. I'm loving the new assessment piece and being able to add timelines and being able to label pictures and and I'm uh, really just putting that into action now. Um, so for me, you know, I I there are things. I know there are things. Sure. But uh if you'd asked me yesterday when the Alzheimer's was <laughs> off, maybe I could <laughs> tell gonna, you. Well, today, you know, it,
0: and I don't think I think that again, that's another great thing about technology is everything is okay. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a happy go lucky world, but because you can communicate quickly and change your mind and get mm-hmm. it going so quick.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh uh, but those skills are the are the ones I think that we need to see more in our students and maybe yeah. another time we'll come back and talk more about the things that, even though we have technology,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we still need this. Because oh. technology didn't solve this or hasn't helped enhance this. Right. And there are portions of learning, I don't think, it's, that it's doing that, that you've got to have that face-to-face. Because, you know, it's interesting, you and I both said this, we talk to our students to get the information. And they talked back to us, and those were some of the most meaningful points. Technology is a great tool, like you said. Yes. But uh, um, it's not its not the thing. It, it looks like it is because right. it's packaged that way, and it's really cool, and it does some, I know, adding that I could never do. For but, sure. But I think, you know, um, whether you're a native or an immigrant or an early adopter or a laggard, or uh, I, it's nice to know that stuff, but it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we still talk we still need to collaborate and yes. and work so uh thank you very much for coming on and thank sharing you your thoughts me. on this well sure um we are at one of the longest longer yeah it's probably the longest uh podcast episode oh, that's fine this
1: always happens we had, me. well
0: there's lots of <laughs> that's what i mean you have lots of ideas um uh so this is the end of episode 45 old dog new tech um if you have not checked out the previous discussion uh, series that I did, the third one is mostly on tech. So if you want to just cut to that and go for the tech pieces, that's fine. But I found the earlier two with the questioning and what questions do you ask and how to formulate that and how to develop those skills in your students. Uh, take a look back at that. My next podcast, I believe I'm scheduled with some social studies teachers. Um, But in between there, I might do one on, uh, I was going back and looking at some earlier podcasts. I'm trying to review back because, you know, it's, it's like you said, it's, there's so much there. And I thought, you know, you can't just do one podcast. You need to come back and do it again and see how you've used it. So anyway, hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much, Jody. Uh, Good luck with your tech integration and don't try to do it fast. Take your time. Be patient. Not perfect. This has been Old Dog New Tech with Jeff West. You can reach me at olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. That's olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. Send me an email or leave me a review on iTunes. And remember, when integrating tech into your classroom, don't try to be perfect. Just be patient.